I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Good morning, good afternoon. It is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, fresh off of filming Thursday's edition of the GM Shuffle, which you can find at vsin.com slash podcast. He is Michael Lombardi, the busiest man in the NFL right now. What's going on, bro? How are you? Not much, Patrick. No, it's great. You know, I mean, like, you know, it's funny. Why would you complain that you're busy when this is the greatest time of the year, right? Like, it's fall. The weather's incredible out there. And it, you're, football's back. At college, pro. I mean, you got a game tonight. I mean, like, okay, so you're like, it drives me crazy here in Ocean City. You know, the population in Ocean City goes from, let's say, 20,000 in the winter to 170, 200,000 in the summer. And everybody who has businesses here complain because they're so busy in the summer. Like, that's the best time. Like, why <laughs> would you complain? Like, why would I complain that I'm busy? That's like during the football season for VSIN, that's our money making time. That's why are they complaining about making cash? Because they're busy? That no. doesn't make any sense. It's either now or never, right? I mean, they either get well, on with the program or get out. If, I think it's, if not now, when, the great philosopher exactly. Michael Lombardi. And, 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 by, and by the way, bro, we, it's not just we have a Thursday night game. You've got Chargers and Chiefs, both 1-0. and Of course, the Chiefs, who probably went under the radar with the 44-21 beatdown of Arizona. This is an elite matchup. Let me give you the number quickly. Then I want to transition into a great conversation we were having off the air. But the Chargers and Chiefs, this number open three, it's everywhere four. I got a couple of shops going to four and a half, but we're past that key number of three. And now we're sitting four everywhere with the chiefs laying it at home. And and I'm nervous. I mean, I don't trust Hopkins, the kicker for the chargers. 
And I sure as hell don't trust Matt Amendola, who they just signed for the Chiefs. That's like, right. I think I I think this might be a fourth quarter game. I think it might just be a continued fourth quarter game because if I'm Andy Reid and I've got a 42 yard field goal, I don't think I'm sending Matt Amendola out there. I don't care if it's third, fourth and eight, fourth and I don't I don't really care. Like I'm if it's a 31, maybe I will, but not a 40. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about him. I, do you remember when he kicked for the Jets? I do, I do. Yeah, how could we forget, Patrick? How could we forget? How could we forget? Yeah, Butker out today, <laughs> Amendola in. By the way, so just quickly on the injuries, do you know if J.C. Jackson's going to play for the Chargers? Because he's listed as questionable. My assumption is he's not going to be playing. I don't know how you could put him out there. And maybe they will. But for me, it, it, in, a, in a highly competitive passing game that you really haven't tested the ankle, I don't know how smart it would be to put him out there. Playing and playing well are always two different things, right? You can put him out there, but will he play well? Will he be really ready to go? I would doubt that. I haven't seen him in practice, so it's hard for me to tell. But the reality of that is I I, I would hold him back, get him 10 more days rest, and we still have 15 games to go. No Keenan Allen tonight for the Chargers. That's big, kind of a possession guy. Williams, Eckler, Everett going to have to step up. By the way, this is interesting because this number opened 53 on the total. Michael, you expect a shootout with these two teams. Well, last year where the team split on the road, 54 points in week three between the two of them, 62 points in an overtime Chiefs win at Los Angeles. And I believe that was week 15, 14, somewhere in there. So I was a little surprised to see the number on the total a little lower. I expect that to be bet up by game time. I think it would be, you know, but again, who's going to control the pace of this game, right? You know, and who can get stops? I mean, look, this, we, we talked about my, my, Herbert was sensational last week. I mean, he didn't miss a throw, I don't think. I mean, he was just great. Mo- avoided the rush, moved in the pocket, you know. Uh, and then, you know, and, and, and they, he didn't, and they, got, they scored 24 points, and, and Mike Williams really didn't participate in the game. They couldn't get the ball to Mike Williams, which is part of the game plan for the Raiders. But, you know, against the Chiefs, he gets the ball to Mike Williams. The Chiefs don't take that same approach that the Raiders took. Take him out. The Chiefs kind of live with what they have. So I kind of do think this game leans towards the over. Because I think unless either one of these teams paces it, I don't know how that's going to go. Now, maybe the Chargers with Sonny Michelle in the backfield to compliment Eckler is going to pace the game a little bit. I think they need to. It's going to be a fun game to watch, though. Okay, the Chiefs, uh, John Ewing over at BetMGM reporting, the Chiefs open three, now they're bet up to four. 79% of the tickets, 80% of the handle on Kansas City. No surprise, the way the NFL works, the way sports work. You saw something that was overwhelming from Kansas City and Arizona last year, perception, then drives the market, and you're seeing almost eight out of ten as far as handle on the Chiefs right now, 80%. I mean, look, you go back and watch the tape, it was a, a dominating game from start to finish. I mean, First of all, Chris Jones was so good in that game. He covered up. I mean, you know, when, when he got near Kyler Murray, I mean, he just, you couldn't see Kyler Murray. There wasn't any part of Kyler Murray's body that you could see. So I, I think that's going to be, you know, that's going to be hard for the rookie Zion Johnson to block him. Can he handle that inside? Matt Feeler, can they do that? I think they're going to have to handle him, put pressure, and force Herbert to make some throws. But Herbert is really good. I mean, his eye level never comes down the field. He's pinpoint accurate with the football. And again, I think this is about pace. I think they've got to pace this game to say, look, if we we're the, we can only give Mahomes the ball 27 minutes. Remember, less defense is the best defense. That, to me, is going to be the key. 
Okay, we've got plenty of time, two hours, to delve into this Thursday night matchup. Remember, it's on Amazon Prime. I'm sure you know how to find it on the TV, right? You're good? I do. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm, I, I got Prime, FUBU. I got. A, I can go with it all. You come over to the house, I'll get you on anything you want to get on. You want Peacock, <laughs> well, you, I'll get you on Peacock, Patrick. You, you, and, you, I, know, no, I mean, you and I like Prime because we like documentaries, and Prime does a great job with yes. documentaries. Okay, Watching that D.B. Cooper that. documentary last night. Watching that one. No that kidding. was, oh my. Okay, really good. So, whether it's Derwin James, Travis Kelsey, the matchups, we'll get to those in just a little bit. But something that's fascinating to me, and again, when you want those splits, it's a Pro Tools, become a VEASAN Pro, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I, the clip you guys posted on social at VEASAN Live yesterday, Mike Martz talking about Trey Lance uh, and talking about, uh, I'm forgetting a quarterback, oh, Justin Fields. Your, that's one of the better clips we posted, not just at VEASAN, um, but it's one of the better clips I've seen on social. Can we just back up a little bit? It, he is mm-hmm. cantankerous, that being Mike Martz. But he knows how to get fruit out of quarterback. I mean, it's fair. He's in that stage where he's just like, screw it. I'll say whatever I want. But he's always been this way. But the one thing he can do is analyze quarterbacks. And you have some background on this. Well, I mean, look, Mike March, whatever you say about Mike March, I mean, that's between you and Mike March. You don't really, whatever you're saying, you don't know the guy. Like, I know the guy. And the guy is very good with quarterbacks. And as Bill Walsh eloquently said, very few can coach him and even fewer can evaluate him. And Mike March happens to be one of those guys that can. And so when he comes out with this dissertation on Fields and Lance, it isn't based on a game in sloppy weather. It's based on what he's observed through their careers. He went back and watched them at North Dakota State. Patrick, the question I raised on the podcast today is, tell me how Lamar Jackson's the 32nd pick in the draft and Trey Lance goes three. Unreal. Unreal. I mean, it, because nobody – here's why it's on – because nobody goes back to prior drafts and studies them and compares the player in a prior draft. Everybody looks at drafts as if one section, as opposed to they're all players. We have to compare them just because it's a different year. But if you gave Trey Lance a 75 and you gave Lamar Jackson a 62, that, you're wrong, right? Anyway, let's go back to March. I mean, March just gave his opinion, and, and he's right. Like, tell me what Trey Lance has ever done where you see foot quickness. I keep asking myself this question every time I watch a quarterback. Would the guy over my left shoulder, Coach Walsh, would he like him? Would he like him? And, and even he made mistakes. I mean, they could say uh, Garmazio, the kid from Hofstra, the, my alma mater. I mean, drafted him in the third round. Terry Donnie, who was the general manager at the time. We all make mistakes. I mean, let's face it. But his track record's too damn good. His track record's way too good. The only people that are experts are these guys on Twitter that think they know everything. That's all. (laughs) From their basement in Des Moines. They're the only experts we have. Like I said, if you... And by the way, wasn't Lamar Jackson's otherworldly MVP season in year two? So that means where we're sitting with Trey Lance, he should be ready to go to win an MVP this year. Like the evaluation of Jackson and Lance, it's, it's disrespectful to put them in the same breath. Well, it just means you don't have a grading system. That's flat out what it means. You do not have a grading system. Because if if you because you don't compare players to prior drafts, because if you have a grading system that's going over time, you can say we gave Lamar this grade. Like if in Lance, for me, in our grading system in Cleveland or New England, he would have to be a developmental player. The highest grade he could have gotten was 62. Now you could have elevated him because you thought he had rare ability, but you got to be able to prove he has rare ability. 40 time, arm strength, game tape. Where's that rare ability? It's like Tua. Where's the rare ability? For all the conversation about Tua, like you can't, Tua's undersized. He doesn't have anything rare. How high of a grade can you give him? Does that mean he can't play in the NFL? No, that doesn't mean that. It just means the level of expect. Where's the ceiling? 
I think we have to beg the question, where's the ceiling as well with the kid in Arizona? I, that like we once we transition back to the Chiefs, that 44-21 beatdown of Arizona, a lot of that was on the quarterback as well and the head coach. He didn't even look interested, did he? Did you think he looked interested? Dis disinterested. Yeah, me yes. too. I I, I yeah, watched I it again this morning. I, I I felt like he wasn't even there wasn't any energy coming from him. Like, I didn't feel there was energy. Like, I felt energy from Geno Smith, believe it or not. I didn't feel energy from Kyler Murray. Yeah, Geno Smith. And I know you covered it extensively yesterday uh, on the Lombardi line. And then, of course, on GM Shuffle, vcin.com slash podcast. We won't get into Mr. Hackett. We won't get into Nathaniel. Suffice to say, disastrous. I mean, your tweets, I'm Lombardi NFL, quickly after that went down were hilarious. I mean, I, I love Paul Hackett, and I don't know Nathaniel, but I love his dad. I was with him at the Niners, and I'm just to me, it just shows you how hard of a job it is to become a head NFL coach. It's hard, and nobody's training coaches. Nobody's training them. Like, I, I've said this so many times. Like, why didn't they have a huddle before the drop? Like, where is common sense, Patrick? Whatever happened to that? Forget about why, kick, why not kick three points. Where's common sense in a game? Like, are we really going to try a 64-yard field goal? I mean, I'll tell you where common I mean, sense literally. is. Honestly, San Francisco, after they completely botched it and overreached for Lance, they decided to swallow their pride and, and re-up with Jimmy G. That's the common sense, right? That was the theme as far as common sense that we've seen in the NFL so far. And it's common sense to bet the Chiefs. The Chiefs right now are on a mission. When we come back, we're going to discuss that 44-21 beatdown of Arizona and continue to talk about division rivals, the Chargers. Three up to four, total sitting 54. Thursday night football, it's Lombardi line. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent, thank you. Horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to San Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. This is a great deal. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, plus $1,000 in betting as far as a voucher from First Bet. Head over to vsin.com slash horses to register. That's vsin.com slash horses to register. Okay, we got you back here. Lombardi Line, it's good to be back with the big guy. By the way, his next book is going to be about uh, getting ripped. Uh, well, I won't give too much away on that, but he's got now a whole new routine, which he's killing it. And speaking of getting ripped, Chick Jack just sent us a picture from the Beau Rivage. Yeah. And it looks like the, Lomb- it looks like the Lombardi's uh, shipped him some Ocean City popcorn for the hospitality. Well, look, no? I, I, I mean, the one thing about Ocean City is there's incredible delicacy of food. You know, we've very few rare uh, fast food places, but the I sent him caramel popcorn, Patrick. I don't know if you've advised. I'll send you some, too. It's incredible. You can't stop eating it. When you get it fresh on the boardwalk, it's even better. They make it right there, but they can make it in cans. And when Bill and I were together in Cleveland back in 91, we would send it out to everybody for Christmas gifts. And it's just it's just so good. And you can't stop eating it. It's fattening, but it's good. <laughs> I love the buckets. Enjoy the popcorn, Jick Jack. Okay, let's start with the we Chargers. Thanked, we we have to thank Jick Jack. That was such a great trip. Next time you have to come as well. It was such a great trip. I mean, it's the least we could do. I mean, just a little bit of popcorn doesn't really cover all what, what that trip was about. It was so much fun. No, nah, it was so much fun. The broadcasts were great from there as well. Okay, I was in attendance last year at Raiders Chargers week 18 one of the great games you're going to see remember that was Sunday night the Chargers lose finish 9 and 8 miss out on the postseason so here they come around second year of Staley and it's a team that look I think I took away from you said Herbert's performance was otherworldly week one against the Raiders but somehow the Raiders were hanging around right there was something about that mm-hmm. where they had how many sacks Khalil Mack had three Joey Bosa had a sack and a half six, six sacks think- as a team five knockdowns like they should have ran away with that matchup last week. Yeah, I mean, but but when you give up eight yards per attempt, per pass attempt, like the cheat Chargers did against the Raiders, and the quarterback wasn't sharp, like there's there's a problem there, right? There's a problem mm-hmm. there. All the all those things you said were great, except that you know Carr misthrows, he never misses, or rarely misses, should I say, and that they still averaged eight yards per attempt. You know, and now you're coming to a guy that, you know, this is a little bit different offense that they're running. They're changing formations. They're moving things around a little bit. You got to be on top. It's just not going to be 11 personnel on the line. I mean, he's in two tight ends more. He's kind of moving things around. A lot of shifts, a lot of motions. It's changing. And so, you know, I'm sure he didn't audition everything that he wants to run in week one. So it's going to be a little bit of how we're going to adjust this game out. And, you know, 
Look, I, I think the reason the under, I, I was researching this in the break, the reason the under, I think, is in play here today, Patrick, only because mm-hmm. in, the la- in the Chargers' last 11 games in September, the under is 10-1. and one. Wow. Great stat. Great stat. The total sitting 54. Interesting. The and by the way, the Chargers as road dogs three and one ATS last year. They've won two straight in Kansas City. These two teams have flipped as far as the home field. Question about the pressure on Mahomes. Arizona was bringing everybody. It appeared to me, and you can clean this up because you watched the tape. It appeared to me the Chargers were getting pressure on Carr without blitzing. So that that is the key. So here we come with a di- disparate situation. The, the Cardinals had the blitz. That means manned up in the back. And then all of a sudden now, here comes the Chargers against the Chiefs. They may not have the blitz to get pressure on Mahomes. Right. And if they do, they got better coverage guy than the Cardinals had. The Cardinals didn't have a matchup for Kelsey. The Chiefs do. I mean, excuse me, the, the Chargers do if they put Derwin James on. They try to put Derwin James on Waller. He didn't really cover him. But again, Carr didn't make the throw. So they, they have that going for him. I, I think the Chargers are more equipped to play a man-to-man game uh, against the Chiefs if than Arizona was. I mean, Arizona's weakness is in their secondary. Arizona tackled poorly in that game as well. And when you're playing Andy Reid, the number one thing you've got to do, especially with this new offense, is you've got to tackle the talent. Tackle the talent. Whoever gets the ball, we've got to tackle them. Tackling was not very good in week one. I mean, we could see it. You know, when I went through all my quarterback rankings of, of the offseason, and then the, 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 the season, my, my red chip quarterbacks, with the exception of Kirk Cousins, played terribly. Now, they didn't play in the preseason. Herbert didn't play in the preseason, but he played great. But Allen played exceptionally well. Allen played – I mean, Mahomes played well. Brady played well, even though they didn't put the ball in the end zone. So, to me, I think there is a little bit to that play, and that's why I expect the game, this game, both quarterbacks – I mean, Herbert's going to be just as good because he played well even without playing. Herbert missing Eckler, excuse me, Keenan Allen. Let's talk about that possession go-to guy, you know, whether it's Eckler, Palmer, Everett, DeAndre Cart, somebody's going to have to step up. Mike Williams, who I know you like, but you get frustrated with. That's a big miss for that offense without Keenan Allen tonight. It is, you know, because the, the, look, they only are carrying five receivers on the team. Now, maybe they're going to bring one up, right? I don't know. They only have five on the team. So Josh Guyton's got to step into a role if they're in 11 personnel. DeAndre Carter's going to be on the starter along with Joshua Palmer, their third-round pick from 21. So, look, the thing about makes Keenan Allen so good is he catches damn near everything. His hands are incredible. He's covered, but he still catches it. And now he made some big plays against the Raiders. But the ball has to go to Williams down the field. That's why they gave him all that money because Williams is a home run hitter. Last year he was 51% in terms of catch percentage, which is really, really low, Patrick. It's really not good enough. Most receivers are in the 70s. However, he's a home run hitter. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry, Patrick. He's a home run hitter. And so when he, he, those are big plays. And when he doesn't make a big play, this Charger offense tends to stall. I apologize. No, you're 100%. You're fine. And one thing I will say about the Chargers, I don't know if this was a Staley offseason focus. Remember, they were one of the worst in the NFL against the run. They gave up over close to 139 uh, yards per game on the ground. Week one against the Raiders, and the Raiders want to get going on the ground. They gave up just 66, yeah. the Chargers. Yeah. Be careful there, though. See, this is why numbers can be misleading. Okay. Why were the Raiders not effective running? The Raiders got behind. Coming from behind. Can't run when you're behind. Can't get carries when you're from behind. It's hard to do it. You know, it's hard to get it going. Turn the ball over. Can't run it. 
You know, and so it's a little misleading. Are we sure they're a great run defense? Now, look, they, they're going to be – it's all going to be loose plays runs today. It's going to be misdirection runs, inside, outside. You know, so we'll see how they hold up. Their nickel run defense has to be really good. That's going to be the key. Can they hold up in their nickel run defense? You know, where that's going to determine whether Kansas, Kansas City will get bored with running by the middle of the second quarter. Trust me on that. Just a thought on the first half number. The Chiefs are laying three, and the Chiefs, they're always at their best when they can score quickly. Like last week in Arizona, they jumped out to that 14 nothing lead. It was 23-7 at the break. Uh, any thoughts on that three in the first half here with the Chiefs? Yeah, I, I mean, I think to me, I would probably take the Chargers. I wouldn't be – the Chargers okay. can start fast too. They started fast against the Raiders. Look, I mean, the one thing you know, Joe Lombardi, the offense coordinator for the Chargers, you know, he's had success moving the ball against Spagnola. And Spagnola early in the year, when you shift motion and move people around, they'll get they'll mess up their calls. They won't get the right checks, and they'll have a free runner down the field. And, and Herbert will find them. I mean, that's going to be an issue tonight. You know, I'm always a little hesitant on the on the Chiefs' defense early in the season. Now, last week it really wasn't threatened, but against a good quarterback and a coach that will shift in motion and force the strength of the defense, force the adjustments in the back end, and the lack of communication that often occurs with Spagnola's defense shows up and results in big touchdown plays given up. Yeah, Chiefs defense over the past few years with Spagnuolo has grown and gotten better with that momentum throughout the season. Okay, we're going to get to the Chiefs with Aaron Ladd live from Kansas City in about six minutes. So just take a step back and give me the Chargers overview right now. Okay, 1-0, I understand it's early, but your take. I know at times you're down on Staley's in-game decision-making, but overall on the roster. I think they're talented. I mean, I think they're really a talented team. They may be one of the most talented teams in the NFL. You know, but I worry about their kicking. I worry about their special teams. And I worry about their ability to win in close games down the stretch. You know, can they close out a fourth quarter? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, the other game, the other night, I mean, Seattle had five first downs in the second half. They Seattle didn't close out the game. Denver lost the game, right? I mean, Seattle had the ball five minutes or ten minutes in the second half. Denver had it 20. They couldn't. Seattle couldn't close it out. Great teams have to close it out. I worry about the Chargers. Are they mentally tough enough to close it out? And it could be a new year, and it could happen, but i got to see it first. Weather's going to be just fine. It's not going to be humid. It's going to be 80 degrees. It's no rain, 0% pre precip. So we're going to have perfect weather on Thursday night. This is just, I mean, again, you got to go to Amazon Prime for it, but this is... I don't know about you. I'm excited about this matchup. We had two Thursday night matchups with the Rams. Now, that was they laid an egg, but the Rams last week hosting, obviously, the Bills, and this week, Chargers at Chiefs. Doesn't get much better than that. No, and football's going to continue to get better because the tackling's going to get better. The fundamentals are going to get better because we're actually playing games. We're not just resting players. So you're peaking at that under. Right now, it's sitting 54. You got a little peak at the uh under tonight. You know me and over-unders. I'm not great with it. I, 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 I always equate the unders to the head coach if they understand how to pace games. That's, to me, what you really want to see with unders. Okay, I know you have the Lombardi line on this matchup, so at some point we're going to have to lay that out. Right now the number is sitting Kansas City lane four. We'll juxtapose where Michael has it. Coming up next, we're going to go straight to Kansas City. Aaron Ladd, who covers the Chiefs, joins us here on v the Sports Betting Network. 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's money making time. Speaking of which, NFL matchups page, when you become a VSIN pro, that's one of the pro tools from Steve Mackinnon for the Chargers Chiefs matchup tonight is incredible. It's pretty simple. All you got to do is go sign up, slash subscribe, become part of the team, become a VSIN pro. You get the pro tools, pro picks, pro tips. You get everything we offer right now for $175. Remember, this is going to go up. Uh, so get it now. And this goes through the Super Bowl, including Michael Lombardi exclusive articles, point spread weekly every Wednesday. You get everything we offer. Okay. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become a VEASAN pro. Okay. He's Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher here as we welcome you in. Excited to kick off, obviously, Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. Aaron Ladd is going to be covering the Chiefs and their home opener for KSHB 41 there in Kansas City. Aaron joined us a few weeks ago, did a great job. We welcome him back. Now, again, Aaron, as we say hi and thanks for joining us, you know, he, Patrick Mahomes, has set such a standard for himself that last season, as Michael has discussed, was a bit of a down year. Uh, it looks like he's ready to prove the doubters wrong after that performance against Arizona. First and foremost, really appreciate you all having me on. We're getting ready for this primetime matchup on Thursday night. And I think you should be careful what you tweet, what you write, what you post when it comes to Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, because it's very clear that he's read everything this offseason. Uh, he comes out, I don't think we've used the phrase scorched earth enough, so I'll continue to, to scratch off the scorched earth bingo card here for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, 360 passing yards five touchdowns in the desert and it looked comfortable guys. I think that's what should be most, uh, what should keep defensive coordinators up at night, opposing defense coordinators up at night is just how comfortable Mahomes looks despite having all these new faces around him. Despite no Tyree kill, uh, he stayed in, he stayed in the process, stayed in the operation of the offense and, and was rewarded very handsomely. Aaron, uh, you know, and listen, I, I think that, it's good Mahomes reads everything because sometimes humility helps it. I think he didn't play to the level we're used to seeing him play last year. I thought he was inaccurate. I thought his mechanics were bad. And I know he can play better, even though he's still one of the top quarterbacks in the league. I know he can play better. But I thought Sunday he played better. And I love what they're doing offensively. Talk about the changes they made scheme-wise offensively with this chief offense. I don't think we had to write anything. Patrick Mahomes knows ball and he knows his second half of the AFC title game last year wasn't good enough, specifically starting off last season with the turnovers and the uncharacteristic way that he was throwing interceptions. He knew he had to play better. He talked about coming into camp, uh, working on his foundation, working on his base, his footwork. Uh, we know as, as people who watch the game and study the game, that that's where it all starts from a, uh, from a quarterback perspective you, you mentioned them trying to change their scheme to adapt to, to what the offense looks like now with no longer having Tyree Kill in the offense. And balance was the word that I used coming into this year. They had to be more committed to the run game, whether it was short pass looks or a traditional eye formation or counterattack, that type of thing. Uh, but they needed to be more balanced. They needed to, to spread the ball more around, and we saw it. It wasn't just a, a, a Travis Kelsey show in the desert. You got McCole Harbin involved. You got Jody Fortson involved. The tight ends were a factor. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire scores two receiving touchdowns, uh, which is something that I don't think many people had going into that one. Uh, balance, 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 I think, is is the word for Kansas City, not, not only coming out of week one, but going into this primetime matchup on Thursday night. 
Home opener for the Chiefs, Aaron Ladd's going to be there, sports anchor there in Kansas City to cover it. He joins us here on the Lombardi line. So we're looking for edges as betters. Uh, let us know, do you expect a more aggressive read? Has he tipped as far as the kicking game? Buck, Bucker out, Amendola in. What can we expect as betters from the kicking game here with the Chiefs? Yeah, and that was kind of forefront on everybody's mind here. You know, you're so used to seeing Butker back there and his reliability from 55, even 60 sometimes. Uh, when you think Chiefs, Char- when you think Chiefs Chargers, you of course think about his walk off from uh, yep. from a couple games ago between these two teams. Uh, maybe Kansas City is more aggressive, and, and when you have 15 back there dialed in the way he is, comfortable the word we used a little bit earlier, uh, it's kind of hard not to think within within a fourth and short situation they don't keep him on the field in this type of situation. I wrote earlier when predicting games, and I hate predicting games, especially this early in the year. But it it feels like between these two teams, whoever had the ball last. Is going home with the WN, and special teams plays a big factor in that one. Uh, I think that's something that we'll keep an eye on, especially with uh, with Butker down this week. You know, I thought Chris Jones, Aaron, was sensational last week, harassing Kyler Murray inside, and the defense played. You know, when the game they played made the plays when they had to, and then the game got out of hand, and then all of a sudden they gave up some yards. But talk about where this defense is now and how much better you think they can become as the season wears on. A very young unit coming into this year. You're expecting uh, uh, rookies to make contributions for Kansas City coming into week one, which is something we couldn't say in years past. Linebacker Nick Bolton, Kansas City is counting on to make the next step. He gets 10 tackles and nine of them solo in, in week one in the desert. Uh, something if you want to circle and pay attention to would be uh, cornerback Trent McDuffie being placed on IR headed up to this game. It was a first round pick out of University of Washington. Kansas City was kind of counting on him to be uh, the shutdown corner, if you will, which is high expectations for a rookie, but he kind of tweaks his hamstring. So that's something that you look at going into this. Maybe it's an eye for an eye with Keenan Allen being down and Kansas City not having McDuffie this week as well. But uh, when we talk about a high scoring affair and you talk about Justin Herbert, of being comfortable within his offense, that scares you a little bit defensively uh, uh, for Kansas City. But when you have a safety like Justin Reed who could come in and nail an extra point like he did in week one, I mean, that was <laughs> insane, right? Like Kansas City's defense. How uh, about that kickoff? For, <laughs> so, yeah. Forget about making the – how about the kickoff? The, it kicked it through the – went to the, like, what, the five, they didn't even return it, didn't they? It was, it was, didn't he? I saw that right. I mean, that was amazing, right? Yep. I don't think people understand truly how hard that is. He had a couple attempts during training camp when, you know, the cameras were off and there was a couple fans there that didn't go really well. So for him to get the call in week one and come through and, and deliver one and two, I thought it was, it was very admirable. Okay. So Kelsey Aaron goes eight one twenty one and a touchdown. It's just a hall of famer. First ballot. Uh, his number is set at 76 and a half tonight. So again, maybe matched up at times against Derwin James expectations on Kelsey tonight. Over, over, over. It's it's hard not to uh, pencil Travis Kelsey in for 100 yards a game with the streak he's on there, over 1,000 the last six seasons in a row. Uh, when you talk about Chiefs pass catchers, and I know it's kind of murky in there with some of the guys behind Juju Smith-Schuster, MVS, Sky Moore, Cole Harbin, kind of that that mix there. But it's crystal clear when it comes to, to Patrick Mahomes' number one option, whether it's off script, whether it's on script. I think people saw the the kind of play that went viral where Mahomes just kind of threw it to a spot and there were three guys in the vicinity. Uh, 76, that that seems light. Even if, and we have to remember that Kansas City was down 14-0 when these two teams played in week two last year at Arrowhead. That sets up perfectly for, for Kelsey over there. Uh, that number seems low a little bit for me. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the hard thing about Kansas City this year, Aaron, is is the ball is getting sprayed all over the place. I mean, and, and I thought Mahomes was really quick-minded in his decision-making in terms of making sure he knew where he was going with the football. I, Patrick, I think it's going to be hard to figure this one out to guarantee you know this is going to – got to believe Staley's got to still want to take Kelsey out of the game. Yeah, That should 100%. be your number one priority every week, absolutely. You know, it was interesting. I'm sure you guys saw it going around with Simmons trying to keep up with Juju Smith-Schuster. We've talked about, you know, squared up on the linebacker, Juju. We've, there's, it's, it's almost like there is this project for Mahomes, the scorch earth project, but also those wide receivers as well. There seems to be, it's almost crazy. You, you take away the best wide receiver in the game, Aaron, and, and there's more juice with that wide receiver core this year. The juice came from all from all corners of the earth. It seems like we were talking about the Dolphins nonstop in the offseason. You're talking about his Patrick Mahomes thing. The top 100 list gets released in training camp. I mean, you can go down the list. And and locally, we've had the same questions. The standards have been raised under Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Brett Veach, the the chief general manager, and Patrick Mahomes. The trio there, the most successful era of Chiefs football bar none. But as we enter the second era, if you will, sans Tyreek Hill uh, with a lot of new faces on offense, uh, the questions are loud and they grow. And, and it also presents an opportunity for Kansas City to, to reinvent who they are and, and defenses have to find a different way to cover them. Okay. Well, we'll let you go, Aaron. Enjoy it tonight. It's going to be Aaron, awesome. Enjoy KSHB 41 sports anchor. Great there work, in Kansas Aaron. City. Great job, Aaron. We'll hey, talk to you during regular season. Thank you thank so you. much. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Aaron Ladd Zero on Twitter. Go ahead. We didn't even ask about how loud it's going to be in that stadium because it's almost like that doesn't affect us anymore. You know, we would spend so much time talking about crowd noise and how it's going to screw up the team, and we don't even discuss. Now, I think it's going to be a problem, but it hasn't been. I mean, last time they went in there, it was a Sunday afternoon game, so they didn't really feel the full effect of it. Like, it'll be loud on, on the Thursday night game, but you know, we didn't even ask about it because we know they'll be able to handle it. Well, it's almost like with a franchise and a fan base, you become comfortable with success. I feel like this year feels different with Tyreek Hill gone. I know it's crazy because they loved Hill. They loved the Cheetah. But with Hill gone and an underperforming Mahomes last year, it almost feels like Chiefs fans are going to be extra juiced as well, no? Yeah. I think so. I think they really are. I mean, they're excited about their team, and they have a better total team than maybe they did last year because last year, defensively, early on the year, they weren't good. By, by the way, in the postseason, he was bad in that second half, Mahomes, against the Bills, and he was bad against the Bengals. Bad. We just yep. were not used mm-hmm. to seeing that from Mahomes. Like, you were on him all year, no. but he was bad. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's just facts. We're coming back with Will Hill. Great job, Aaron Ladd. It is the Lombardi line. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Just place a single first touchdown score prop. I think Kelsey's 5-1 to one tonight over at BetMGM for Thursday night's pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Great deal. The offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses, you're going to get 25 bucks back in free bets. Doesn't get any better than that. you got to be 21 years or older. Remember, if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We've got a good one tonight, of course, in Kansas City. Home opener, Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher here. The Chargers are catching four. We've got a total of 54 as we welcome you back and bring in our buddy Will Hill, a VEASAN pro. He joins us now. Hi, Will. How are you? What's going on, guys? Yeah, we got a uh, we got a good one tonight. Usually on Thursday, they give us like the Bears and the Texans or the Giants or Washington. So uh, finally, a, a good game on Thursday night should be a lot of fun. I feel like Michael that they felt like they owed Herb Street and Michaels and Amazon Prime the first time out the gate. I feel like they felt like they owed them a nice little matchup here, Michael. Yeah, I, I'm sure, but I mean, look, it's football. I'll take any game we can get, you know, and and look, it'll be fun to watch and see what Amazon does with the coverage. I guess they got all sorts of different ways they're going to cover this game. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't know what next week's Thursday's game is. I didn't even look. I don't ever even look ahead of the schedule. I'll just take one week at a time, but oh, next week it's uh, it's Cleveland-Pittsburgh, which is a good game too. That's a pretty damn good game as well. Will Hill, so I talked to you about the total uh, 54. Let's start with the side though. Open three, you know, you're pretty much everywhere blanketed four with Kansas City laying it. Again, they just had the demolished Arizona 
and I see a shop or two at four and a half. Uh, where are you sitting as far as the side? Yeah, there's still a couple four and a halfs out there, and I think you hit on the key point. They killed Arizona. They were probably as impressive as any team in week one, maybe other than Buffalo, although Buffalo had some moments that, you know, they didn't look great. So the Chiefs were probably the most impressive team week one. That's driving this number over the field goal, and I think the field goal is the key number. You're getting uh, the four, four and a half. Anything three and a half or above, to me, is a play on the Chargers. I just think you look at the two games last year. The Chargers won in KC, and then they had that Thursday night game right before Christmas where the Chargers really should have won. They had five turnovers in Kansas City territory, whether on downs or fumbles, interceptions. Three drives inside the Kansas City forward. They came away with zero points, which is really hard to believe. Uh, we can get into why that happened, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> me, the Chargers, they ran the ball for 200 yards uh, against Kansas City. They ran it at will. That was also a game with no Keenan Allen. So I like the Chargers here. We always talk about Andy Reid off of bye, Andy Reid with extra prep. Well, this is kind of the inverse of that. This is Andy Reid with no prep. So to me, a lot of things point to the Chargers. I think they got better in the offseason. JC Jackson has a chance to play tonight. And another favorite topic of ours on Barty. Butker, the kicker, is out tonight. Amendola is not a good kicker. For his career, 40 yards and, and longer, two for eight. So maybe the Chiefs go for it more on fourth down. Maybe they miss an extra point. Uh, a lot of things here point to me towards what should be a good game. I think field goal game. I like the Chargers and the points. You know, I, we, I said the same thing, Will. I know it's going to shock you, but if I were Andy Reid, I wouldn't even try a 40-yard field goal. I would just, you know, it's like when Bill right. Parcells had Matt Barr. You know, he knew Matt Barr could make anything from the 35 in. So he was constantly going for it on fourth down when it wasn't, you know, I could still remember sitting up in my seat at the playoff game and I watched through the binoculars. I watched Parcells look over and he walked over to Matt Barr and he says, can you make this kick? And Matt Barr didn't even answer and Parcells walked away and they went for it on fourth down. I think that's how Andy's got to manage the game. I think that's how he's got to manage the game. And so uh, I, I think, but to me, I think this other point about fourth down I do think teams are more prepared for fourth down than ever before. I think the defenses have taken more time to study it. I think they know what's expected. I think they practice it more. I think fourth down's becoming a harder down to execute. You know, we all talk about how hard third down is, but we get the fourth down, we think it's automatic. We think it's easy. Yeah, but that you're railing against fourth down because you become obsessed with just taking the three. Let's be fair. I don't understand. It's a game of collecting points, and guys don't want to collect po- I mean, I get it in the fourth quarter. Like, I get it in the fourth quarter. But, like, that game the other night, I mean, if you're watching that game, see, Denver was complete control of the game. Just take points. They're not going to score. They had three first downs. The last drive of the game, they had two first downs. I mean, they had the ball 10 minutes. Just collect points. We've to got a new in that one, the Seattle spot. I, I was just yeah, going to say, ahead, we saw Brady and Belichick forever. You know, you, you need an inch, you need a yard, fourth and goal from the one, line the quarterback up under center, and just QB sneak it. Take the snap and stick the ball over the goal line. It's not that hard to go shotgun, fourth and goal from the, the half-yard line. To you, think Russell, like, I, I you think Russell understand. wants to sneak it? Russell doesn't want to run anymore. You think he wants to sneak it? Oh, you I don't do think he does. Snap and extend the ball. It's crazy to me, unless I'm missing I, something. It's just crazy to me. I, I mean, I'm with you, Will. Like, I don't understand it. I mean, the one thing Trey Lance did really good on Sunday was sneak the ball. He had two first downs from sneaks. So I mean, that's how he had two first downs rushings. May I just say this is an aside, but they signed Russell until he's 40. To me, Russell looked chubby and slow. 
I know that's yeah. disrespect. He, I, I thought he was, I thought the, I thought that's as slow as I had seen him in far as reaction time quickly, Michael, as for the VEASAN pros, we got a, a pro tip. I want to talk about the adjustment because right now the Kansas city chiefs are sitting uh, for t- total team points at 28 and a half tonight. How about with the kicker situation and Andy Reed, the turnover, uh, as far as will he be more aggressive? How do you expect Reed to call it with Amendola in as opposed to Butker? Well, we know Reed's always aggressive, and I think a lot of this will depend on how Reed feels his defense is playing. I mean, Reed knows Herbert's on the other sideline. Like, Reed knows this isn't going to be a 17-14 game, you know? Like, he knows that. He knows, but I, I think, and he knows that there's Amadola. I'm, he has complete faith in Dave Taub, his special teams coach, but Still, the pressure on Thursday night, Amadola didn't handle it on a, on a mundane Sunday with the New York Jets. So right. I think he's going to be aggressive as always. Okay, 28 and a half on the team total. Will, you got a thought on the 54. You mentioned it. 54 points combined between these two in week three last year. And then you had that awesome overtime game in Los Angeles. The Chiefs win a total of 62 points scored. 54 on the total right now, buddy. I would actually go contrarian, probably go with the under. I thought the Chargers, watching that game against the Raiders, that was one of the contest picks last week, the uh, the Raiders-Chargers game. Raiders missed it by uh, not getting the two-pointer. I thought the Chargers' defense was really good. I thought their secondary was really aggressive. They got a, a really good pass rush on Carr. They made Carr look uh, uncomfortable and rattled. So I've been impressed with this Charger defense. Usually these Thursday night games are a little choppier uh, with the, without the time to prepare. So I would lean towards the under. I didn't bet it, but if I would, I would take the under. Yeah, I mean the number. The trend says the under. I mean, I I think we all expect a shootout because of what's happened. But I think pace is so important in this game. I think both teams have to control the pace. In a shootout, you know, it it comes down to one or two plays, a tip ball here, a tip ball there. I I think pace is important. I think the under. I I know everybody wants to bet the over, but I would lean under as well. As far as trends, the Chargers have won two straight in Kansas City. They were 3-1 and one ATS as road dogs. Uh, the next one up for you, Will Hill, Carolina at the Giants. The Giants getting some love here. They're laying two in the market with Carolina in town. If you look at the Giants' schedule the next eight weeks, it's so bizarre. They don't play a road game until October 23rd. So if they win this game, they could actually go on a run here where they're like 6-2 and two because they get Dak. Uh, the Cowboys without Dak, they get the Bears at home. It's really bizarre. But I like Carolina. I think they're the better team. You're getting two points. Jones has not been a good quarterback at home in his career. And I like this angle of an 0-1 team facing a 1-0 team. Look, in in basketball, baseball, you can be 0-1, 0-2. It doesn't matter. You play so many games. Football, you go 0-2. It's a crisis. So this is an urgent game for Carolina. You're getting points. I still think they're a slightly better team. I will take the Panthers here. The Panthers. Uh, You know, it's funny. I, 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 Go ahead. Get to go to Will's pick. I'll I'll talk about this later. But I'm shocked the Giants are favored. If you look at the giant schedule, though, it is oh my wild. God. What they they can set Amazing. themselves. They can. Re, it's really one of the more. It's it's a crazy anomaly. To go ahead and take a they look. They could at the be schedule. like the one seed in the in the early November I, it, without like going out on a limb and maybe able to go to the years a bet to it, make. It, look it, at the schedule. You, it could be more perfect. It, but every game's going to be hard for the Giants. I mean, yes. how many games are they going to be able to run outside zone to the left and go for 90? How many times are they going to have a drop coverage for a touchdown? How many times are they going to be able to run a screen where nobody tackles the guy? Like, those three plays I just cited are the reason the Giants were able to get back. I mean, it was flukish, to be honest with you. No, I'm with Last you, time we it, saw, it really breaks well the, for him. Sorry. Yeah, it does. The schedule does. I, I got a minute, so I want to get this in here. The last time we saw Indy and Jacksonville, it was a freaking disaster for the Colts. Mm. They are laying four on the road at Jacksonville, and you like the Jags. 
Well, the Jags have owned Indy in Jacksonville for like a decade now. When I watched Indy last week, they should not be favored by four and a half over anyone on the road. I don't like their receivers. I don't like their tackles. To me, they're just kind of a, a middling team. Give me the Jaguars. And I will say this, and I know Lombardi disagrees with me. And look, Lombardi is like a six touchdown favorite over me when it comes to knowing football. Lawrence has been a little overhyped. They, they sold this guy as being special, once in a generation, transcended. I know it hasn't been a perfect situation. It's not all his fault. Lawrence, for, through his first you know, 17, 18 games here, has been a little disappointing, I think it's fair to say. Well, I, I don't think it's fair to say. I think it's that you look at the coaching and look at the beating he's taken. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's hard. He's gotten that crap beat out of him a lot. Etienne's, Etienne's got to catch that ball as well for that touchdown. It was a wild shootout in Washington. Will Hill, thank you mm. very much. Appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, Will. Whose side are you on? Me or, me or Lombardi? Who you got? <laughs> I got Lombardi as a six-touchdown favorite, as you said it. We're coming back. Bucks Saints next. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.